Greetings, Goddess Body Mind Spirit Community. This is Tyra Omilade, your Goddess Guru. And y'all know I love helping women align with their life purpose using the power of ancient wisdom and the Goddess-centered lifestyle. Y'all know that's what this is all about right now. I am letting y'all know I'm here for it. I'm here to share what I know about the Goddess-centered lifestyle and how much it has made such a beautiful, positive difference for me. I talked to Azizi, one of the spiritual aspirant um, initiation graduates from 2020 in the last video, and I didn't want to make it too long. So I'm back to talk about just a little bit about just to give you something to think about. Okay, just to give you something to think about and you can begin to think about your life as it compares to what I'm talking about. What is it that you perhaps want to go on ahead and beef up and add. And, you know, what are you doing well at? You know, we let, part of the goddess sent way is to give yourself an add a girl. Um, the goddess way is not about beating yourself up. That's for sure. <laughs> because it's about empowerment. It's about empowerment based on your own femininity. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to come back and talk. Now, Zizi may come on in a little bit. Um, it was just really fascinating and interesting that, um, let me just check something. I know. Uh, yeah. Okay. No wonder no one is here. <laughs> oh, I was like, where is everybody? <laughs> I had it set to unlist it. So hopefully y'all can see it now. Um, but yeah, Zizi may come back because in the last video we talked about, I was talking about Part of the goddess way is being able to understand your cycles, being able to manage your energy. And when we do that, we it doesn't mean that we won't have any problems. How so never? We are better able to deal with it. We understand what's coming down the pathway. And what ends up happening a lot of times is people know astrology. They know numerology. How so never? They don't live it. But when you begin to say, this is who I am, this is what I do, I live a goddess-centered lifestyle, then the decisions you make matter. And so the example that I used was um, that um, I had a goddaughter who um, got married and she called me after the fact. Hey, how you doing, Eileen? <laughs> hey, Azizi. Um, hold on. I'm gonna bring Azizi on. Hey, honey, how you doing? Awesome. Good. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm telling them, you know, in the last video, we talked about my goddaughter who called me after the fact of getting married. I'm like, what the world? And, um, I, only to find out, you know, once I questioned her, she got married during Mars retrograde. And I was like, what the frick? Why did you wait and call me after you got married? You should have called me before. Oh, she just got engaged recently. And she was like, oh, I'm calling you. <laughs> it was a surprise engagement. So I was like, yes, that's right. You call me before the marriage. We're we going to deal with the engagement. But yeah, call me. So Azizi said, yeah, we're back, Eileen. Azizi said, um, yeah, I, it's interesting because I got married and the, you know, it was a weird time. And right after that time, 
just like the next day after she got married, she had buyer's remorse, like immediately. And so I want to just tell you, we talked a little bit afterwards and I'm going to pull up a ZZ. I I asked her to give me the day and um, about when did she get married? What time did she get married? Because this matters. What time? And we pulled up the chart and immediately I was like, well, there we go. There we go. You know what is easy? I think I may have gotten rid of it. Hold on one second. Oh, I laughed so hard. I laughed. So I'm still laughing. It was fascinating. We're not going to tell them yet. Right. It was, it I'm going to pull the chart up. And it was just like, well, of course, uh, yeah, this, this is what happened. <laughs> and I was just like, this is such a good example of why when you know your astrology, you can, you, you're empowered to make other choices. You don't have to make, like, you can make the choices that are best for you. Hey, EM. Yes, we got uh, Ellen on. She's one of the priestesses that will be helping. She helped Azizi. She'll be helping with the, um, the upcoming sisters who go through the initiation. Okay, here we go, Azizi. Oh, it's up there. Okay, uh-huh. so immediately, I, you know, like I said, it's all about knowing your cycles. I looked at this Mars. I said, don't get married when Mars is retrograde, Mercury's retrograde, and oh, everybody, I need for y'all to listen to me right here, right now. Venus is going retrograde at the end of December into January. Don't none of y'all get married then, all right? If, you, if your wedding date is set, you might need to push it back, all right? Because no, ma'am, no, sir. Here is Easy's. <laughs> Um, Mars retrograde, the exact planet that I talked about with my goddaughter, Mars retrograde. I'm still in laughing. All its glory conjunct. <laughs> oh no, it's not conjunct Chiron, but it's pretty close to Chiron. Conjunct Pluto. Oh. Baby, this thing was due to explode. It was due. <laughs> and and so a Mars transit is like two years. It takes Mars about two years. She said she was divorced in two years. If you get married when Mars is retrograde, mm. Two and a half yeah. years, she she was done. That's so Mars yeah. retrograde, like like <laughs> it's so important to know your cycles. And so here I am, just really off the top of my head, Azizi. I brought up that example because it really stood mm-hmm. out to me. Um, because immediately I was like totally panicked when she told me she got married in Mars retrograde. I was like, this cannot be good. And, but she was already in distress, like shortly, mm-hmm. like you, just right afterwards. She was like. Uh, yeah, the stuff is like, I'm already having problems with him, like seeing his temper and different things like that. And sure enough, by the, by the second year she was divorced, I was like, not surprised. So this is what the goddess centered lifestyle can do for you is help you to understand your cycles and, um, help you to make choices that create ease and flow in your life. So yes, Ellen. Okay. So the next thing that I'm going to pull up is um, I just want to talk about what it means to have a goddess-centered lifestyle. And Azizi, feel free to, you know, talk about your experience, especially as a spiritual aspirant. She's now, once people finish, I tell them you're not an initiate anymore. You're all grown up. Time for you to go on ahead and fly out the nest and just be a spiritual aspirant. Stepping consciously onto your path, right. um, and so uh, yeah, they didn't want they didn't want us to kick them out. But I was like, y'all got to go. You graduated. You did your work. 
<laughs> oh, no, this is not what I wanted. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but that's not the one I wanted. I pulled up the wrong one. Okay. It was a nice, gentle nudge out of the nest. <laughs> yes, it was. Nice, it was nice and gentle. Nice and gentle. Okay. So I, I always like to remind people of, and y'all will see me looking off to the side, but I always love to reminding everybody of the three-part goddess framework for purposeful living that I um, intuited and created because it helps you to, it helps to remind you of what the mission is, what it is you're supposed to be working on. And so awareness is key. And I always say awareness is about knowing who you are. What is your history? What are your conditionings? We talked about in the last segment, Azizi didn't know she was a Libra rising so since working with me and her being willing to understand her chart, she figured out she's a Libra rising and this better helps her to understand what are her strengths, what are the areas where she may feel a little bit more challenged, and it helps her to understand her cycles so that when it's like, for instance, Mars recently connecting with the sun and Libra, that created a whole new cycle for the Libras. Like I was like, Libras, y'all finna change. Y'all getting ready to change or the eclipses. It helps us easy understand when it's eclipse season, what does this really mean for her? But being on the divine feminine way means Azizi is actively doing something about her cycle. She's working her rituals and she's stepping up to the mission in a conscious way. She's not going to let life happen to her. Am I right, Azizi? I don't want to be putting words in your mouth. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause, um, last year when, um, Venus was went retrograde. I think it was in May. Um, I Look prepared for it. And that's when I started walking. I fell off the walking this year, but it really helped me. Um, Cause I remember you said walking would be good. Mm -hmm. um, I did. Um, I had been doing a lot of work with Oshun, which, mm -hmm. you know, same similar energy or same energy as Venus. And um, I beefed that up a little bit too. Nice. Cause nice. I just, I just I love ritual work and um, I know that I'm doing I'm the one that's doing the work mm -hmm. <clears throat> that the energy is there to help me and to exactly me and, and and support me. So as a way of saying thank you. Well, biggest thanks that I've learned through working with you with SAI um, and with the Institute is the best way to show appreciation for the powers that be for the Orisha, for the energies is to actually do the work and actually make changes but i like to always you know give her a little she, she always <laughs> tells me what she wants they tell me that's one another thing that it really helped to to connect me to um the orisha energies mm -hmm. um as well as my ancestors yeah. um and they talk to me all the time like i'll be shopping i don't buy bacon i eat mm -hmm. bacon but i don't mm -hmm. buy it Mm -hmm. I was at the store and it was like, buy that bacon. What? Mm -hmm. What are we buying bacon for? Buy that bacon. My aunt or somebody wanted some bacon. Okay. So I one of your it. ancestors. Yeah, one of my ancestors. Mm -hmm. So I bought it and I and I fixed it up for them and um, like steak and stuff like that. Like they'll just have pork chops, um, because I don't always buy that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, I buy it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's something else that's important. I think it's key and essential for um, 
people to understand you don't need a lot of prescription. If you just follow your, it, the divine feminine way is trust your intuition. And so part of awareness is being able to keep your energy clear enough so that you can hear your intuition speak and then you actually trust it and do it. And, you know, it doesn't matter what your ancestors are. If you don't eat it, it doesn't matter. Your ancestors say they want it, do it. If your ancestors tell you to go to the, to the family grave site and put some flowers down, maybe that's going to help free up their energy. You free up their energy, that'll free up their energy, you know? Mm -hmm. But when we are constantly hearing people like this used to just arc the fire out of me, it's like they give this big reading, which I'll do this. But my biggest thing is you got to take it and make it your own. They'll do this big reading and everybody's passing it around like this is what we're supposed to do. And I'm like, I, I did that and not a lot happened for me. Like nothing really changed. It's like we've got to be able to figure out how to apply things on our own and listen to our intuition and follow it. So I love that. Uh, just real quick, um, Eileen asked, uh, Mars is in Gemini. How does Mars retrograde affect me? Mars, you want to think about Eileen, like if Mars goes retrograde in Gemini, that would be major for you. Wherever Mars is going retrograde, if it's creating an aspect to your Mars, then that would be significant. But um, a lot of a lot of what it has to do with is where's Mars going retrograde in your chart? at this time. So Mars went retrograde in Aries last year. And so um, that probably gave you a boost actually, just because of where your Mars is. But the question is, where's your Aries house? What does that rule? And Mars going retrograde in that house, it'll make a big difference. And Ellen said, Mars in Libra broke me open. Mars is no joke right now. It's no joke. So I hope it was a good breaking open. <laughs> Oh, I see. She has three planets there. Okay. Yeah, that was hard. Pluto and Uranus, that'll break you open if Mars she is going handle, retro. She can handle it. Oh, of course. She's EM. She's, oh she's EM. I, she's such a sweet, 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 powerful spirit. Yes, oh, she Oh, I love is. her. I remember yeah. when I first met her, I was like, whoa, who is this? Yes, I love, I love her. Okay. So, yes, we want to know the blueprint. You want to know your conditionings. You want to know your cycles. And so yeah, this example that we use for Azizi is such a good example of how if you don't know, you aren't aware yet, then you can make a decision, a life altering decision that may not work out the way you want it to. Um, everything happens for a reason, you know, but it, it matters. It really does. Um, and so then the other thing that we want to do is um, align ourselves. And so as Azizi talks about the work that she does, working with the energy, honoring what the mission is of the energy, that's what alignment is. The other piece for alignment is, say, for instance, if there's a goal that you're working on manifesting, then you can begin to align yourself with that goal using your rituals, understanding, say, for instance, are you in a yin or yang phase? Or you know, are you, what, what, what is it that you need to do that will help you to manifest whatever that thing is um, to get yourself lined up with it? And again, you know, the question is, in my view, the, the, the way the goddess-centered lifestyle works is if what you're doing isn't working, then you just keep tweaking. You keep testing to see what is it that you need to do that will actually get you aligned 
with that thing that you want. And sometimes it's not manifesting anything material. It's more of aligning yourself to feel more peaceful on the inside. Um, let's see here. Action. Feminine energy can be gentle, but it is active. It's about living in your truth and on purpose. And so I include this because one of the number one things I hear from women when I do readings for them is they're stuck. It was what you said is easy, wasn't it? Yeah, I felt stuck. Um, and, you know, I remember a time when I felt like, first of all, I was in quicksand, which meant I kept sinking. But then when that kind of dried up, I was excited. But then, um, this is in my mind's eye, but then I kept saying myself trying to come out of this muck, mm. you know, trying to step out of it. And I couldn't move sometimes. Mm -hmm. And and it feels like that. It's scary because yeah. what you don't realize is you are powerful and you can change it. But you, at that moment, you don't know that. Yeah. And you just feel I felt powerless. I felt wow. hopeless. Yeah, it wasn't. And Azizi's just like she, you said in the last um, video. I never would know this about Azizi. Like from the moment I met Azizi, I was like, oh, she is really nice. She's very sweet. You know, I could tell that she was intuitive and she was, she could feel a lot. You know, she could, like, she's very compassionate. But it has been interesting to hear that Azizi is like, yeah, I have just really been struggling. I'm like, really? Wow. So, um, it has been a joy watching her, you know, find her power, stand up tall, stand up straight, um, get knocked down, get back up. Because like I said, it, this does not alleviate your problems. But guess what? Just like she talked about before, she doesn't stay down. She gets back up way more quickly. Am I right? I don't want to be putting words in your mouth. Please. No, you're absolutely right. And I had a, um, I have a very good mask. I have a mm. very good mask. A lot of people and, do. Um, yeah. And the beautiful thing about doing this kind of type of work is being courageous to take the mask off and and take a real good look wow. in the mirror. Because um, I was terrified. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to deal with that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's still some things I'm like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, uh. Okay, I'm kind of like that jump rope thing on a couple of things, but some things I just I say, all right, fine, we're just gonna jump in, you know. And like with me, um, when you talked about me being intuitive, I just started like doing readings again, mm -hmm. and people like ask me to do readings, and I'm like, yeah, I have, I get so excited and I get so nervous, like, okay, I hope I'm good enough. It's like, no, right. I just, I just surrender to the mm -hmm. energy and, and, and have it speak. Cause it's like, yeah. you never know. Cause you know, I shared, um, I did one for a friend of mine and at some point she was in tears and I was just mm -hmm. thinking, I was just, okay, I hope this is okay. But yeah, it was, it was really healing for her. Yeah. We need more work like that. It's easy. So good for you because just think about how lost people have been with all this, you know, it's like taboo to, get readings and it's taboo to use astrology. It's taboo to talk about the goddess. I remember years ago, uh, you know, I live in the South Tennessee and I was just sort of testing people out. And on my car, I had this goddess sticker. Somebody had given me this goddess sticker 
And this lady was like, oh, yeah, the goddess. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was like sort of testing her to let her know, no, the goddess is real to me. I'm not just using this word like this is me. And she was like, oh, I don't believe in it like that, you know, to come from a society that denies that there is a divine feminine energy. Like I get so mad. I get so, oh, it just incenses me. And so, but look at, look at the state of women. Mm-hmm. Look at the state of women, all of us wearing masks. You'll be amazed at how many people like you is easy. You meet them. They look like they have it all together. I'm not one of those. We have on the mask and on the inside, we're all just like struggling mm-hmm. and we're all feeling like I, I'm i not quite sure what to do. Yeah. And so it's a beautiful thing for you to say, you know what, I'm willing to step up and use my gifts and my talents to help somebody else, to help another sister get some relief. You may mm-hmm. not solve her problems, but at least she now has some hope. She has some relief. And so I commend you for that, Azizi. I really do. And it all shows that when we all decide to step on our path, when we all decide to, um, you know, embrace uh, our, our our true nature as feminine beings, everybody wins. It's a win-win-win situation. And I could mm-hmm. keep saying win, like it's infinite wins when we do this. Um, and there you go, taking action, because I'm telling you, it's a lot of people that won't take action. I was thinking to myself, you know, I don't always talk about, I mention it, but I don't really talk about the journey to entrepreneurship because it almost seems like it doesn't have a lot to do with spirituality. But if I would let y'all know, I'm applying the divine feminine way as y'all watch me talk to y'all about joining the spiritual aspirin initiation. I've had to walk through all kinds of doors and feel like, am I, re- you know, am I really ready? And I know as easy as like, hell yeah, you're ready. You already did it, Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, just really taking a whole new approach to be somebody whose job, whose work is spirituality, but not religion. This is not easy. But I tell you what, I look at my chart on the regular And I just accept, you know, going back to the awareness piece, I looked at my chart and I was like, you know what? I just got to get real with myself. I was born to do spirituality. I was born to teach. I was born to do divination. I'm a Scorpio rising. My moon, I mean, my son is in uh, Pisces. I I was born to do this. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm I'm really trying to figure out what are you, what, like, what, what are you really trying to do? Omilade, what are you really trying to do? Um, so yeah, it's it's really important for us to to all embrace it, do it, and take freaking action. You ain't got nothing to lose. I tell you what, we got more to lose by not taking action. So Eileen says it was kind of opposite for me with taking off the mask. I wanted to see everything. Amazing. Thanks for sharing. Eileen did. Eileen was like, I'm here for it. Let's do this. <laughs> I love her. I love Eileen too. She is so fun. And I, I've been laughing at the Virgos co-signing on each other. Like, All these Virgos around me. I just don't know what to do. I know. We're so special. Y'all are wonderful. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the basics of a goddess-centric practice. These are the things that are important. I want you to tell me as easy, you know, anything that you think about these. It needs to be simple. It needs to be consistent based on your personal cycles addresses body, mind, spirit, and emotions, and energy focused. 
what are your what are your thoughts? Is there one that stands out for you as uh, one that you picked up once you started spiritual aspirin initiation? Um, I would say simple. <laughs> Sometimes mm -hmm. I like I want to complicate things, but it's like no, keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Consistency. Sometimes I fall off. Mm -hmm. uh, like there are days when I don't do my daily practices or I do them later. Mm -hmm. um, and I used I didn't really I used to kind of scold. I won't say beat up myself. I used to mm -hmm. scold myself, mm -hmm. but I stopped doing that because. Like I, I have an altar um, set up for the for the mothers and I walk past it going into my bedroom and they always whispering something to me like, yeah. oh, go on to bed, do that later. No, mm -hmm. go and take care of what you need to do. We know we we know what you about, yeah. you know, um, and then there are times where like, excuse me. No, you need to come sit down with us. Girl, something um, to jump off that altar, won't it? Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, and then my ancestors will call me. They will, they will beckon me, um, and I'll have to, and I'll sit with them. And then there are times when I'm just going through it, mm -hmm. and I will sit there and I will cry and cry and cry, because mm -hmm. um, I remember last year um, when George Floyd was killed, and they were doing mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. energy was really mm -hmm. interesting. And I could feel it. And yeah. I sat there That's with right. my ancestors and I, well, I cried. And they just, you know, energy, they just held on to me. Oh, I mean, I laid down in front of my altar and um, and then I would talk to them. I started calling them in. Yeah, that was a rough and, time. Um, it, was, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've had other times when I've had other things going on in my life and I go sit there and talk to them. Yes, I love that. Uh, oh. Yeah. And then I get through it. Yeah. You know, and, you know, they, and then I start getting little messages. Mm -hmm. Like somebody will call me because you've done, you've been the messenger a few times. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Other people, or, you know, you're somewhere, you see something. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Or I see, um, I really like dealing, um, the animal. Animal totem. Yes. Yeah. Like I will look up and I will see something. I was like, oh, I hadn't paid that any attention. What is that doing over here? Mm -hmm. Especially the birds, because the birds are, are, are the feminine, um, mm -hmm. the mothers. And the That's right. That's so, right. like these birds, I should, I should. so a couple, a few weeks ago, I was in meditation, and these three, I mean, huge arch archetypal mm -hmm. beings, feminine beings, wow. and I could see two of them. Mm. One of them is African, Indian mm -hmm. looking, you know, Native mm -hmm. American looking. The mm -hmm. other one is is white, mm -hmm. you know, Caucasian with this red hair, she had her hair. And I couldn't see the third one. Okay. And they're sitting on these thrones and they're dressed in white, you know, just wow. on their regalia. Yeah. I finally saw it and it was the head of a um of an owl. Oh, know, oh yeah. I remember you telling me about that. It's yeah. like the white owl, which is my totem, ah. um, which is my spirit animal. But it was the body of a woman. Mm -hmm. And then on my um my play uncle's page, he's a shaman. Love this man. Talk about woo-woo. There was a picture, it was that it was a picture of that. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh my, not quite the same, but the figure. I was like, okay. I was done. I was like, okay, all right, all right, all right. So they sitting there right now with their legs crossed and looking so ever so proud. And you're not <laughs> you're not afraid of it, are you? No, that's another yeah. thing. I'm not as afraid as I used to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. A lot of times people are just so afraid when they start seeing these kinds of things. But, you know, to me, once you once the revelations start coming through, you're ready for them and you will mm-hmm. benefit from them. And, you know, we have to begin to to really embrace that this is true, that this is real and that, you know, you'll see what you'll see what comes of it. Um, Eileen, the question was, which one of these? Stand out, simple, consistent, based on your personal cycles, address body, mind, spirit, emotions, energy focused. I'm going to talk about energy focused is easy. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I love about um, understanding the goddess center lifestyle <clears throat> is managing your energy. Oh. It's something that I'm learning. If we don't manage our energy, then what ends up happening is we just sort of um, go with whatever is is just whatever's there. And so um, one of the biggest things that have has turned around, and I think this is part of the reason why I was able to move past like regular um, depression was I began to, first of all, I already knew this. okay, let me just be 100. It's easy. I already knew we're energy. But to say I was working on managing my energy um, well, I cannot say that. I was not necessarily managing my energy well. And so last year I went through a manifestation course and it was so much about managing your energy. And so I started like years ago, I knew about tapping and I was just like, I'm not quite sure if it worked. But once I realized tapping moves our energy with through our meridians we're tapping on our meridians and we are invoking safety we are invoking um an energy body that will allow (laughs) instead of constrict then i was just like huh this is really really interesting and then the other thing i began to realize to a certain degree and working on having a spiritual business is there's a lot of times when I don't want to make moves, I'm terrified. And it's like, you have to manage your energy. You have to manage your energy before you hit uh, broadcast, go live or whatever. Or for me, I had to learn <clears throat> to manage my energy or before doing a reading, especially when I do readings for people who I know, I'm like, oh, I'm good. When I don't do readings, when I do readings for people in the past, when I did readings for people who I didn't know, I would get a little bit nervous even though I know I know what I'm doing, I still would get a little bit nervous. And so I just began to realize the way to get to where you want to be is through energy management. And the, the best kind of way to manage your energy is through like managing your emotions, um, resting. You know, there's this thing that one of my friends has turned me on to on Instagram called bougie-lations, you know, being bougie. Whatever that means for you, you know, for me, it's just like, I'm going to just take some extra rest, maybe take a nice little essential bath or bathtub. I mean, excuse me, essential oil bath. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think people get the importance of managing your energy. Tell me what you think about that. I think it's very experience. My experience. So. (laughs) So I tend to be a warrior and I will jump to worryville and conclusions and I, I can have a little bit of a temper if I can if I allow myself to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so understanding that 
I removed myself from situations. Mm. Um, there was, I was in a situation yesterday, I was on a Zoom and there was a guy on, he was being very disrespectful. Mm. And it's a group of us, we're friends. Yeah. Um, wow. And I was, he, he was interrupting this one sister mm-hmm. and they've had some, uh, they've clashed in the past. Okay. And I was like, wait a minute. I said, no, she was sharing something because he was off camera and I wasn't sure, you know, if he could hear, he wanted to change the subject. Huh. And I was like, no, what are you doing? I can feel it. Right. I said, you know what? I'm out. I'm done. And I got off the call. This was yesterday. This was yesterday. Yeah. yeah yesterday was, was a trip. It was a trip. It was a trip. And um, so I recognized that. Yeah. Um, another time I woke, something was going on. I was, my mind was all over the place. I was stressing about stuff and I heard four thumps. I said, oh, okay. And I couldn't remember where the first one was. I said, I know one of them is around here. I did here first. I said, I'll, I'll just do it. This is with um, tapping. I said, oh no, it's yeah. right here. It's right here. It's right here. I love Maybe. it. I was like, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. And I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to the third one, I was a lot better. See, managing your energy. Yeah. That's Manage important. Energy. And the four thumps are, is something that Azizi learned. You learned that with me, Azizi? Four thumps? Yes, I did. Four thumps. Um, so that's something actually I did not really do with you all last year that I am going to do with the ladies this year. We're going to do more energy work live um, just so that I can, you know, have people experience it, do it in community. I actually find I do better with tapping when I just find people who are tapping. Like I'm a part of a tapping community and we show up live sometimes and we tap. I think you did that too, didn't you? What did yeah, you do? I, I, oh, um, upon, upon. I did whole pono pono. I did, oh, okay. it just kind of came to me to do that. I want to do more of that. I think I'm gonna tweak it a little bit. Okay. Um, because I have really wanted to, and I think this is something else that that is allowing me to open up um, okay. spiritually and you know mm-hmm. doing this type of work. Um, I I like sending energy just out. Yeah, that's that's goddess baby. That's yeah, and it's about. like oh, so I, and I always I like doing it in community, even if it's gonna be two or three people. Where two or three are touching and agreeing is yes. easy. I would love to do something like that with this group because um, these sisters are so powerful. Yeah, we'll have to do I that. I would love to do that. Yeah. We'll have to do that. So Eileen says, um, this is most important for me, managing my energy, moving it around and keeping it flowing, preventing blockages and knowing how how to make it move around if there is a block or stuck energy. Exactly. We'll put this one up. Mm-hmm. Yes, tapping is is very powerful. Tapping is very, very powerful. And so, you know, honestly, I tell people, I really don't care what you do, but do something, you know? Everybody may not be into tapping. I think everybody should. Uh, Just like folks should brush their teeth, we should tap. (laughs) But, you know, I know I'm a little (laughs) bit of a... um, (laughs) I'm I'm, um, a little bit of... Let's just say I'm passionate. So, yes, the goddess-centric lifestyle and spiritual practice will make you live differently, but that is what is needed, and you will see a positive difference in your life. And I hope that Azizi and Aileen are helping you all to realize that because these are two ladies who have worked closely with me for a while. Now, the last little thing that I'm going to show is something that I have shared for a while now, but I just need to maybe do a better job of talking to people about it. 
But this is a goddess guide, excuse me, a guide to setting up your goddess-centered spiritual practice, a goddess guide to balanced living. And my goal in creating this is to give you a guide as to what to do. So a lot of time, a lot of what we do in the spiritual aspirant process is talk about rituals and how to get yourself going ritually. And, you know, a, a lot of people come in and they'll have their own rituals. It's not about getting rid of your rituals, especially if they work. It's just, um, but we do have suggestions for what you can do. Um, you can consider it like a toolkit. Um, so that you have options and choices. And so one of the things that I think is important is before your feet hit the floor, we should be doing something. It seems like a waste of time. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm telling you, I feel like a lot of people don't do this. Mm -hmm. Before your feet hit the floor, there should be something going on. And one of the things that I've been doing here lately, there's always this prayer that I've been doing since 2010. It is, um, you know, I live in a beneficent and benevolent universe, always conspiring in my on my in, in my favor. Um, the next thing I say is um, everything works out for me because I submit myself 100% to my Ori, Yamaja, the Great Mother, the Ancient Mothers. Uh, and my ancestors. And last year I added, once I started doing this 30 day Ho'oponopono challenge, um, every day still I wake up and I say, I wonder what miracles will come my way because of doing Ho'oponopono. And so I say those. And here lately, the other thing that I've added, because see, this is the thing about the goddess way. You don't just keep doing what you're doing if it's not working. And I realized last year, actually what I'm doing is maintaining, but it's not working. It's not actually getting me where I want to go. And so I'm going to do something new. I don't take the baby out and throw, you know, I don't take the baby and throw it out with the bathwater. I still do certain rituals that I've done since like 1990. Well, yeah, 1998, maybe, or maybe, maybe 2000, something like that. Anywho, um, but I've been adding in other rituals. And so one of the things that I've added in is I wake up at like 4.30 and I, you know, when the alarm goes off, I grab my phone and I get my earbuds. If my husband, you know, is still in bed, I get my earbuds, I put them in and I turn on a hypnosis track. And I've gotten so deep into a hypnosis because I'm like, man, it really works. I see a real difference in my life. I wanted to feel safer on the inside and happier on the inside. That's one of the things that it does for me. Um, every time I use one, say for instance, to make more money or to feel more confident as a businesswoman, when I listen to these consistently, I make more money and I feel more confident as a businesswoman. Y'all better know I'm listening to that one every day right now. <laughs> I want to feel very confident as a businesswoman, uh, you know, coming on. Uh, I'm telling y'all, it's not easy. It's really, it's hard. It's, it's scary because you're putting yourself out there. And a lot of women don't want to shine. They don't want to put themselves out there because you feel like you got a target on your back. But my thing is this, I got a mission. And my mission is to help as many women as I can align with the goddess centered lifestyle so I can get more stories not about me, 
but just about the process and just about making that connection with the divine feminine. Get more stories like Azizi, Eileen, uh, EM, who might still be on. I don't know. She she actually was a spiritual aspirant. And she was, I was there when she was going through. I was one of the lead priestesses. I was the lead priestess for her initiation into the sacred feminine mysteries. I live for this is easy. I really do. And so hypnosis has been helping me with that. Um, what do you do? Uh, if anything, cause I don't want to put you on the spot, um, before your feet hit the floor. Aziza. Well, um, I got this from you also. <laughs> um, I, um, say good morning to my Ori. Yes. To, um, uh, I have a name for my divine feminine being, so I say good morning to her. Um, and then I, you know, it's like, you know, so the great mothers, ancient mothers, the divine feminine, divine masculine, to my ancestors of light, um, uh, to um, uh, my guardian angels, spirit guides. Okay. Um, and I thank the protectors. I got a bunch of animal protectors around me. Um, and I also, for some, I don't know, I didn't grow up Catholic, but. I'm telling you, these archangels have always been fascinating to me. So I thank the archangels and the angels um, I love for being there because because yeah. as I understand it with the archangels, you have to ask for help. I told them, mm -hmm. I said, look, if y'all see anything going on with this one right here, I need y'all to in, in, intervene, not intervene, intervene. <laughs> I need y'all to intervene. And I call on um, Archangel intravene, Michael. Baby. Yes, intervene for me, baby. <laughs> just laughing but um because you know we're all energy we're all divine so i used to have this very pious thing like you, you know you have to because i remember one time this guy asked me so well, when you pray how do you pray what do you do um i just start talking yeah he said oh no i lay down he prostrates with heads i said no mm -mm. no i don't i don't have that type of relationship with the creator mm -mm. I'm if, with you. If with that you. works for, I said, if that works for you, but I don't feel like I need to do that. He just yeah. kind of looked at me and he was like, oh, okay. I'm telling you when I, and it's so interesting, you know, you talk to people and you talk about this type of stuff. I don't share it with a lot of people because they get this, you know how, you know how when, you know, you see these videos, these cute little dogs, especially German shepherds, and they're, they're doing something, they're looking, they're hell tilt. Well, they, well, scientists have just found, they said, that what they're doing is they're listening, actively listening to you. Mm. Um, so it's like it's like the people are kind of like, huh? Well, you know, what are you about? So just open your mind. Open yes, your mind. yes, yes. I love it. I love, I love it. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And see, Eileen, who you know, and mm -hmm. it's not about me. It's just everyone's listening. The ones that work with me, they listen to what I say. They do it, and they're just like, yeah, this is working. I have seen Eileen make a big shift in like 90 days, mm. um, like, like for real. And one of the, and one of the things I'll say about Eileen, cause see, it's not about me, but it is about me doing my job and sharing what you need to know. Once people grab it and start doing it, then they get results. And so that's why Eileen is saying she's listening to our hypnotherapy and it's like, it's making a big difference for her. Um, Eileen, excuse me, um, Ellen put on here her prayer. I say thank you to the ancient and ancestral mothers, fathers for this new day. 
the in-breath and the out-breath, I always ask for guidance and protection. What a beautiful way to start your day. What a beautiful way. Instead of picking up our cell phone, and I'm not saying anything is wrong, it's zero judgment in the goddess-centered lifestyle. But that we do need to to troubleshoot. We do need to look at what's working and what's not working. But what a beautiful way to start the day instead of picking up the cell phone, taking a chance on seeing something that's just going to tick you off or make you sad. Um, you start your day with a prayer like that, mm-hmm. or you start your day in communion with your guides like you is easy or mm-hmm. hypnotherapy like Eileen, you know. Um, so yeah, this is, um, a big deal. So that's why I have this, um, this guide, uh, for people to use. I'll make sure I put it on the all access page. I'll make sure it's available there so people can easily access it and download it. Just make sure you get on the wait list. I'm sending an email out today. I probably need to hurry up and get off of here so I can do it before the moon goes void is easy. The moon is going to be void for 12 hours. It's going to go void That's almost at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So everybody, if if it's um, cloudy and gray like it is here um, in Tennessee, get ready. It's time to take a nap. Okay. That's what's going to happen yeah. at 3 I p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> I feel it. I'm like, oh, my God. I just want to get in the bed. And I can because I finished my tasks. I needed 12, most of them. Go as easy. Um, and thank you, my sister. Go is easy. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you know what? I'm just going to end with that. That's enough. We can, we can talk about these other ones and other videos. We'll be back on tomorrow um, to talk more about the goddess centered lifestyle. What is the spiritual aspirin initiation? Honestly, now Zizi, I want you to tell me or, mm-hmm. or tell me what you think about what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I teach the goddess lifestyle all the time. People already know what I'm about. Like, Seriously, what I share in my newsletter, what I share here on the YouTube, on my live YouTube channel, my public channel, they pretty much already getting all of it. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, they I mean, it. you really are. Yet. S.A.I. It's like that extra. It's that extra energy. It's like putting that 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 perfect log on the fire. Okay, it's, Azizi, I see yeah, you. Yeah, it really, it really is. Oh, she said I mean, the perfect log on the, the fire. Perfect log on the fire because it, it it is, and it's like, again, it's like you walking past this 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 thing every day, and all of a sudden you realize it, and you open the door. Okay, and it's a show enough goddess party up in there, and I it say. is on and popping. You're right. It isn't and yet, and yet. Yeah. How so never it's it, it's you most people it like it's like seriously listen for the call because I'm going to tell you ZZ the last time I did this well actually I've taken two groups mm-hmm. through I've taken two groups through the spiritual aspirin initiation Eileen is a part of the latest group but it was done in a one-to-one setting it was okay. something about this all the ladies who are my one-to-one they were like girl yeah let's do this one-to-one Right. And I was like, I'm going to have to introduce y'all to the community because you got to have the community to go with it. But um, I always say this. I just want the ones who are ready. Mm-hmm. It's only 10 spots. I don't make this big. I'm not I'm not at that level yet where I'm just like, yeah, I got this. I can handle like a whole like 100 of y'all. It's intimate and it's okay. intimate in part because I like that small group feel. 
Um, and so I'm looking for the ones who hear it. Not I'm not I don't want to convince anybody like I did not convince anybody to join the last time. Everybody who who walked in, they heard the call. So it's not so much really about what's in it. It's really about, do you hear the call? This is for real initiation. I know, you know, in my business groups, I'll tell people, well, I'm getting ready to launch my small group coaching. It's not small group coaching. It's an initiation. It's just like what Azizi's talking about. There's a door. Are you going to walk into the door? Are you going to step through the door? And when you do, I am telling you, the information and the support and the, the ability to do a deep dive, because see, one of the reasons why I do what I do is I just feel like people are starved. There's mm-hmm. nobody going super in depth. And most people actually don't really want to go in depth until they're ready. And so when they're ready, hey, here I am. Come on. Now, the other thing is this. You're not getting in relationship with me. You're stepping into a relationship with yourself. This mm-hmm. is why people make such a big change They are now like, you know what? I am stepping in relationship to myself. I'm making a commitment to my destiny. And you are now in relationship to the great, to the great mother and to these, these powerful feminine energies, Mm -hmm. because the way I see it is easy. And I guess I can take this down because I'm not going to talk about it anymore in this stream. The way I see it is easy is there's an ancient way. We have forgotten it, and, and it's hard to reteach it. It's some people mm-hmm. that are remembering it. It's some women who are remembering it, and they're starting to bring it back. So Oshinike, she remembered. Mm-hmm. So she started hearing, writing things down, and then making it like, hey, you want to do this? To those of us who said yes, she took us through the process. And essentially what we do is we step back into this mold, this model that our ancient ancestors, when God was a woman, that our ancient ancestors, this is how they lived. Mm-hmm. They lived to be divinely feminine. They lived to, um, you know, use their intuition to hone their their um, spiritual arts, mm-hmm. to live a life of woo before it was called woo. It was just who and what they were. And see, we've forgotten this. And so now it's Mm -hmm. time for us to come back. And that's what the spiritual aspirin initiation is. And so I've already seen some of the sisters out there like, girl, when you make it so I can buy, I'm buying. See, those are the ones who know this is a call. This is a call back into the, the ancient way. This is a call back into yourself. And I, like Azizi said, your spiritual doula. We also use the word spiritual midwife. I'm your spiritual midwife, your spiritual doula. So are the sisters, my sister priestesses. I think I had close to 10 of them. EM is one of them. Mm -hmm. Say, oh, girl, right here. I'm there because that's what we do. It's like, oh, we got sisters that's wanting to come back and remember to be birthed into themselves. I'm here. I'm here for it. So we are going to support you. We are going to love on you. And we're going to do everything we can to help you go from the, a lot of times since Azizi using all these nice analogies, <laughs> the way I often see it is I see the woman laying down. She has no energy whatsoever, but she so badly wants to get up. And when we start going into the sacred feminine way, it's like, 
you just get nourished. It's like medicine. And the woman who couldn't get up all of a sudden, because look, baby, I, I can support you. But think about when a woman is having a baby. Nobody can have that baby for that woman, right? Nobody. That woman must have her own baby. And so I just see, you, you know, the women, they start working their practices. They start remembering who and what they are. They start letting go of all the BS. And then you see this woman who had no energy kind of sit herself up. And then the next thing you know, she just keeps working the process. She just keeps staying committed and devoted to the ancient feminine way. And then the next thing you know, you see this woman stand up on her own two feet. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Women laid down and then they stand up. And this is actually just with spiritual aspirant. Azizi is one of these women. <laughs> Let wow. me tell you something. Well, Look at Eileen. She I found cry. you on the couch on YouTube. I'm trying to tell y'all, this is for real. It's for real, ain't it as easy? It, it, it is. And I'm getting emotional. Go ahead. Because baby. I remember, you know, I remember. I, I just, I couldn't go on. Yeah. I could not go on. And, um. I just thank the, the the my ancestors for pulling me through, and for plopping Owl Omitosin back in back in my life because I've known this brother for over thirty years. Yeah, and just ran into him mm. at an alpha party. Wow! And he was like, because we had already kind of connected because I had heard he was doing some African stuff, but that was so funny. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm an Oshun priest. I was like, I'm telling you, so many things made so much sense at that point in time. I was like, okay, that explains it. Uh, this draw he has to pick with people. Mm -hmm. And he looked me in my eye. He said, call me anytime. Call me. Let me, you know, I'll do a reading for you. Just, just let me know. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did because it's through him that I met you. Yeah. And... Um, and now we're tighter, not not yes, tighter, but it's like we hang together. And we hang. It's a really I mean, tight. That's, that's my boy. That's my boy. You know, he's always gonna be, you know, brother Marshall. But uh, but you know, you and I, and and it had to like my grandmother told me things are had to come into alignment. Yeah. In order to do it like this, because I had oh, to sure. be ready, and things had to be in place for me to come come through. Yeah, it makes me joy filled. Joy filled, like. To know women as great as you and Eileen, as as great as Ellen, as great as all of us, me even, mm -hmm. like I had to go mm -hmm. through the, through this process. Yeah, it may, it just makes me so joyful that we're able to to get up off our back. Yeah, and stand up, mm -hmm. and and walk into our lives. And right. uh, yeah, you know, still maybe some stuff we have to figure out. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this makes life purpose um, perfect, but I am saying. You ain't laying on your back no more. You know right. what I mean? And you got so, support. You have support. You have support. You know, you have humans that are surrounding you and then you have heavenly support. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Eileen said, um, yeah, she found me on, um, well, put these up. She found me on the couch on YouTube. Uh, I couldn't move, but I desperately wanted to. And yeah. so 
I, I, I give Eileen credit. Like I said, I'm not taking credit for what nobody's doing other than y'all decided. Yeah, I'm going to work with that old Tyra and see what she up to. Yeah, she seemed like a nice gal. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a nice little gal. Little Mississippi chick. Nice little Mississippi chick. <laughs> when I was at Spelman one time, some dude passed by me. I was probably a freshman hanging out with all these young ladies from around the country. I'm the one from Mississippi. This guy walks by and honks his horn. Because, girl, you know, how we were looking good back in the day. And, you oh, know, when yes. we were in college walking around and stuff. And uh, I said, I'm a Mississippi girl and I'll rock your world. All my friends were like, oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all, I'm a trip. I'm a true trip. Eileen, you oh, see, I'm crazy, girl. I'm crazy. That's so funny. I love it. I love it. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you, Azizi, for joining me again. I appreciate oh, sure. you. And thank you, Eileen. Eileen, always. And Eileen, we be yeah, rolling she, on these she lives. She ride or die, too. She ride or die. She ride or die. <laughs> Eileen is ride or die. See, all the Virgos know that I'm special. <laughs> all the Virgos are like, no, she's special in a good way, but she also special, so we got to show up and help this chick out. <laughs> So silly. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm I'm here trying to like okay, let me see what she got to say. Let me see what she got to say. I know it's gonna be she dropping she dropping wisdom, she yes. dropping knowledge. You know that's what we used to say back in the day. She dropping knowledge, dropping knowledge, girl, dropping all the details. Yes, Aline. Yes, you know I'm wild. You know I'm wild. But you and Azizi wild too. So look at me hanging out with two wild women. I can't help but hey, be wild. Yeah, like you know. some kind of wild woman book or something. Wild woman. <laughs> I'll forget something about a wild woman. I forget mm -hmm. some kind of wild woman movement, which is about women being in, in touch with in alignment with their divine feminine. Ashe. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, thank you everybody for being here either live or in the replay. I know I'm going live today, but I'll be going live later in the day um, as the week goes on. The moon is going void. And I was like, there's no way I'm going live when the moon is void in the evening time. So that's why we've been coming live this morning. We'll continue to talk about um, the goddess Center lifestyle. So for those of you who are watching, I would love to hear um, before your feet hit the, hit the bed uh, floor, before your feet hit the floor in the morning time, do you already have something that you do? I would love to hear that. So put it in the comments. So Azizi, we're going to go on ahead and sign off. You got anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Enjoy the void moon on your day yes. off. <laughs> oh my God. Bye. All right, everybody. Thank you all so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye.